Hi, everybody. It's Dr. Eric Corum, founder of AIM7. Welcome back to The Blueprint, where we distill cutting-edge science, leadership, and life skills into simple tactics optimized for your busy lifestyle and goals. The smartphone. It can be a gateway for communication, learning, entertainment, but it can also be a vice. Today, I'm joined by Nir Eyal, dubbed the prophet of habit-forming technology by the MIT Technology Review. With decades researching human behavior and technology, Nir is going to share his unique perspective and research on distraction. You'll learn how to take control of your attention and not to be a slave to your screen, but rather how you can be intentional with your time on your device. You'll also learn simple calendar techniques used by ADHD coaches to combat urges, how to turn values into time blocks, and why technology is just a tool depending on how you use it. This insightful conversation provides perspective on building traction instead of distraction. So let's dive right in. Let's lean in and learn from the best. You know, there's a quote in your book that says, living the life we want requires not only doing the right things, but also to stop doing the wrong things that take us off track. Now, these are very truthful and what I would say strong words from the person that unveiled the techniques used by tech giants and companies like mine, AIM7, to build habit-building technology. I first learned of you through your book, Hooked, and everybody on my team read it. So how has your relationship with technology and distractions evolved since you've written both of those books? And are there personal habits or tools you've adopted or abandoned in recent years? Just to be super clear, so Hooked and Indistractable are not negations, they're compliments. Yes. So we can have our cake and eat it too right? Mm -hmm. The idea is not, if I wrote Hooked for the tech companies, I would have sold like 10 copies. I didn't write (laughs) it for them. That's a stupid strategy, right? And there's no, I have no evidence that they've actually used my book. (laughs) What I do know is that about half a million people have bought copies because they want to build the kind of products and services that improve people's lives. Who reads Hooked? It's the person who's making a fitness app right? Me. It's somebody, yeah. Yeah. Somebody like you who's making a product who wants people to engage with that product or service so that they can improve their lives. The users can benefit from it. So it's, it's a great book, that. by the way. It's Thank phenomenal. You. I appreciate that. Yeah, I yeah. appreciate that. So, I'm not demonizing it. I hope you understand. No, no, no. That. It's worth addressing, right? Because mm-hmm. I really think we can have our cake and eat it too. So Hooked is about how do we build good habits around the products we use? How do we build products to help people save money, exercise more, learn a new language, right? There's all kinds of examples of companies using the book for good. But then how you, do we You also, reference the Bible app in there. <laughs> there you go. That, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, I, yeah, yeah. That, right. Yeah. The first case study in the book is about the Bible app because I wanted to make yeah. this you know, if you if you read between the lines, I'm making a pretty controversial point that is organized religion good or bad? Both, <laughs> right? In the right and wrong hands, it can be either. And if I'm offending anyone, I'm not talking about your religion. I'm talking about the other person's religion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? And the same goes for technology. Is social media good or bad? It's both. It depends how we use it. <laughs> right? Right. And so that's why I wanted to make that that point indistractable. So if Hooked is about how do we build good habits with the technologies we use, indistractable is about how do we break the bad habits, but different habits, right? We want to build a habit with Duolingo, right? So we can learn a new language, but we might want to break our habit with overusing too much Netflix or too much booze or too much cigarettes or whatever else that might be a distraction. I want to take a moment to tell you about my friend, Mike. 
For six years, Mike struggled with poor energy and sleep. Not only that, this dad found himself constantly stressed and struggling to control anxious thoughts throughout the day. Lacking energy and mental clarity, Mike didn't have a consistent routine and plan and was struggling to balance work, family, and his coaching clients. But after starting with AIM7, Mike had a total transformation in just three months. Now he wakes up refreshed with a surge of energy that lasts all day. His mood and focus are the best they've been in years. And AIM7's personalized exercise, sleep, and mental fitness recommendations fit easily into his hectic schedule. Mike went from sleeping six and a half hours to over seven and a half hours a night. And his HRV, which is an indicator of stress, increased 29%. If you're ready to experience what AIM7 can do for your physical and mental health, then try AIM7 now for free for seven days. And then it's just $1 for your first month if you use the code BLUEPRINT in all caps on our website. There is this interplay of how do I build the habits I want and how do I avoid the things and make the conscious decision to pursue what I want to pursue. And I I think it's great that you wrote both books because it's a mental model that you can start twisting and turning in your head. And so I highly recommend to people that are listening to this right now to get both of these books. They're, They're wonderful. Like I said, again, our team is has used this to help people consistently take action for their own self good for mental health or sleep or whatever. Shifting topics a little bit. Do you believe that there's a link between ADHD diagnosis and digital distractions? Indistractable is not specifically written for people with ADHD. It's written for anyone who struggles with distraction as I define it as anything that takes you away from what you plan to do with your time and attention. It has been used by several ADHD coaches have written me, I actually published a a guest post from one of them recently, where what they're doing is they're using indistractable as a first line of defense. I think what, what happened in the ADHD community was when ADHD diagnoses first became widely available and some of the treatments became widely known, there was kind of this huge flood of people, primarily children in the United States, getting diagnosed. And for a long time, because of a lack of patience in the medical community, a lack of understanding, there was a lot of pill mills. There's a lot of doctors out there that just, here, you have a diagnosis, take this pill. And what is happening, we see in the ADHD community, is that the pendulum is kind of swinging the other way, that there's kind of really been this backlash against prescribing medication too soon. Not that it doesn't, it's not a good idea for some people to take medication, but look, you know, these drugs are powerful drugs. And especially when it comes to children, we don't know the long-term effects. There's nobody who started taking ADHD medication as a child who's in their 50s and 60s. We just don't have the data yet to see what's going to happen to these folks. Mm -hmm. So knowing that, what we're seeing more of these days is that as the first line of defense, we always want to start with a non-pharmaceutical solution. As I like to say, pills don't teach skills. If you have a diagnosis of ADHD, by the way, there's way more people, probably 10 to 1 people who think they have ADHD, but don't, (laughs) right? Because it's such a popular term. People think, oh, I'm so ADHD, but have you actually gotten a clinical diagnosis, right? So first and foremost, do not, please do me a favor, do not say you have ADHD if you don't, because what you're doing is, you're back to what we were saying earlier, you're creating a self-image of someone 
who has it's ADHD. So what happens yeah. every time you have, you know, you've, you're feeling restless or distracted? Oh, that's my undiagnosed ADHD. That is doing you zero favors. If you feel like mm. you have a problem, you should get a proper diagnosis. If not, don't say that to yourself. It, it trivializes the disorder and it only harms you. But if you actually have a, a real diagnosis, what we're seeing more professionals do is prescribing some of the techniques in the book or sometimes the entire book to say, look, try a few things first, okay? Simple things like knowing what you will do when you feel the urge to get distracted. Do you have a plan in place to deal with the emotion? Do you have a calendar, right? The life-changing practice of simply planning your day is so underappreciated, right? It's called time boxing. It's the most well-studied time management technique ever. And far too few people do it. And people who start doing it, especially people suffering from ADHD, by simply planning their day down to the minute, right, what they want to do with their time, they have incredible results. And I didn't invent this technique. It's been around for decades and decades. But the thing I want folks to remember is that you cannot call something a distraction unless you know what it distracted you from. Super important. You cannot call something a distraction unless you know what it distracted you from. So simply the act of making a time box counter and saying, okay, this is my time to watch TV. Great. This is my time to do homework. This is my time to be with my family. This is my time for dinner. This is my time for whatever it is you want to do is a truly life-changing practice. What you're doing is you're turning your values into time. So very, very effective for people who have ADHD and people who don't. We, all of us should be doing this if we're struggling with distraction. So to answer your question, the book is not specifically written for people with ADHD, but it's certainly used and at times prescribed as the first line of defense with non-pharmaceutical solutions. Thanks again for listening to the Blueprint Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's show with Nir, please check out his book, Indistractable. It's a phenomenal read. And if you wouldn't mind, take 10 seconds and leave us a rating on whichever listening platform you are joining us from. Thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.